Previously on Caustic Soda. For fun, they would dress him up in a little centurion uniform <laughs> as a toddler. As a oh, mascot. wow. That's awesome. And the safe word is... <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally buys 13 crap gladiators for too much money, but has to make the best of it. <laughs> and now, the conclusion. Around this time, Caligula also started to implement increasingly controversial policies that combined religion with his political role. Oh. He began appearing in public dressed as gods and demigods. He's a cosplayer. <laughs> such yeah. as Hercules, Mercury, Venus, and Apollo. Wow. I'm Mercury. Oh, is that what... Oh, wait. I'm Freddie Mercury? Is that... Uh, yes. He, oh, well, on the coast of, of Gaul, looking over Britain, he's probably saying we are the champions. Yes. Right. Of the sea, da da da, we'll keep on fighting till we gotta get in boats and then we'll go back home. Ah, uh, yes. Reportedly, he began referring to himself as a god when meeting with politicians, and he nice. he was referred to as Jupiter in several public documents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Which, of course, okay. Jupiter is the Roman Zeus. Right. So, top dog in the uh, in the god category. Okay. Caligula openly demanded that he be worshipped as a god. He set up a special temple with a life-size oh, statue of himself in in gold, which was dressed each day in the same clothing that he wore himself. So it was normally naked? It was a, it was no, 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 a, no. When he changed, like, somebody had to look at what he's wearing that day and get down to the temple. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, but the statue was without clothes. It would be naked, right? If somebody Correct. hadn't dressed it. So yeah. there's a naked statue of him, and then they would put clothes on it every day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And it had to be the same clothes he was actually wearing. Yeah, yeah. And they had to guess. And if they didn't get right, they'd get killed. (laughs) No, I think he just had two wardrobes. Oh, okay. Standing near the image of Jupiter, Caligula once asked the actor Apelles whether Jupiter or Caligula were greater. Mm. When Apelles hesitated, oh, not a good Uh, idea. (laughs) Caligula, Mm. it was probably just more like stunned silence, like, what do I say to that? Uh, uh, what is the answer? Well, how do I answer that? When Apelles hesitated, Caligula had him lashed with a whip. Sure. As Apelles pled for mercy, Caligula remarked on the melodiousness of his groans uh, right. and complimented uh-huh. him on the pleasing tone of his voice. <laughs> you should groan a lot more like this. Hey, you've really, you've got the pipes for groaning yeah. and crying. You should uh, write a play about groaning, getting whipped by the emperor and uh, groaning and crying about it. Caligula ended the encounter by saying to him, Remember that I have the power to do anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. You're a swell guy. <laughs> uh, if you, if it occurred to you, if you had an epiphany one day, mm-hmm. and you're like, I can do anything to anyone. What would, what reaction would that elicit? Would you whip an actor and compliment his groans and cries? <laughs> yes, that is exactly. What That's exactly do. what you do. Yep. Which actor? Oh, um, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, he would actually probably be into it too. You probably wouldn't have like, a problem with that guy. I don't know. He seems to get easily angry when he's disrespected. That's does you t- t- complimenting on the oh. melodiousness of his cries well, and groans. Whipping him though. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He seems to whip himself. He's whipped his career into submission. I don't know if he would have melodious cries and groans. He'd be. That's how he would do it, right? Ah, he's torn. Just loves stuttering. Yeah, there you go. The melodious tones of his stuttering. The imperial residence on the Palatine was expanded to encompass the Temple of Castor and Pollux. On the Forum was then dedicated to Caligula. 
He would appear there on occasion and present himself as a god to the public. Caligula had the heads removed from the statues of the gods and replaced with his own. Nice. So all of these, all of the gods. I am every one of the gods. At least some of them. Okay. Uh, he would on occasion wish to be worshipped as Neos Helios or the new sun. Okay. Uh, and in fact, he was actually represented as a sun god on Egyptian coins. Oh, how did he manage that? Well, Egypt was part of the Roman Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, put me on there. The emperor of Egypt as, as well, as a sun god. Mm-hmm. Okay. He even ordered a statue of himself to be placed in the temple of Jerusalem, and Aha. the Jews should be forced to worship him. Yes. <laughs> the, oh, just you're really crossing over religious lines here. It's like he's trying to make every religion about him. Yeah. The procurator wisely postponed executing this order as it would likely have led to a Jewish revolt. Okay. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get on that right away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're short on marble this week. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, oh, we lost the plans. We're getting them rewritten. Uh, we're having your statue carved, uh, but the first one came out, your dick wasn't big enough. That's right. So <laughs> we set it back. We set it back because you. it's easier to, to whittle it down. Yeah, you, you can't, can't add marble back up. on. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. So we had to set that. it back. Had to set it back. We got to uh, get a new one. Caligula also kept his favorite horse in Catatus inside the palace in a stable box of carved ivory dressed in purple blankets and collars of precious stones. Sure. Dinner guests were invited to the palace, sometimes in the horse's name. Uh, in Catatus the... invites you for dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Right. Not, so, not you will be called in Catatus at while dinner. you're here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. So okay. he's like a crazy cat dude, except instead of a cat, it's his horse. It's his horse. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, when you're an emperor, you got to go big. Often the horse, too, would be invited to dine with the emperor and his guests. Sure. So mm-hmm. he'd be sitting there and have the horse ch- chowing chomping. down on, on hay next to you. The horse has a good life, I think. That, like, he got to run back and forth on a pontoon bridge for two days? Unless it doesn't like ivory. Well, we guess he's in a box of carved ivory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would actually kind of be hard on a horse's hooves, wouldn't it? I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the like floor a... wasn't ivory, though. I mean, um, they probably gave him something to stand. Otherwise, he's although, slipping all over the place. If it was made of ivory, very easy to scoop up the pooper scooper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Very easy to like hose that down. Caligula allegedly rolled around regularly in piles of money and gold. <laughs> like Just like Uncle Scrooge. Uh-huh. And he loved to drink precious pearls that had been dissolved in vinegar. What? We, ooh, I wonder what that tastes like. Probably it tastes like vinegar. Mm. No, it tastes very fishy, like an oyster, because it's Ugh. like, it, it's a, Ugh. it's like, you know, Ugh. just, you know, hardened sand that's like. Well, it's sand at the middle, and then it puts the thing around the sand. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know, don't know what it's made of, because it goes hard, and you I've never thought of it before. dissolve pearls and vinegar, evidently. Oh, and get to that one little grain of sand in the beginning, in the middle. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Oh, it's, it's gritty. Mm. Oh. I don't like it. Really, like, I don't really like drinking pearls. I wonder how it does to your insides. I don't know. What nice... do you do? You poop pearls afterwards? Oh, maybe. What? Oh, it's a whole new process. All right, all right. And then he gives him his gifts or something. So a pearl is composed of calcium carbonate in minute crystalline form. Okay, uh, okay. You can eat that. It's yeah. eggshell. Yeah, it's eggshell. Yeah, good times. Caligula would regularly sleep with other men's wives, and then openly brag about it. Often the wives of aristocrats and political opponents, sure. likely as part of a ploy to remind the powerful men of Rome of his absolute power and authority. One tale tells of Caligula at a well-attended dinner in the palace, taking a senator's wife and having his way with her, then returning to the dinner party to remark directly to the man about his wife's poor performance in the bedroom. Oh, it's like she didn't even want it. (laughs) Caligula was balding and was so sensitive about it that he made it a capital offense to look down on him as he passed by. (laughs) Not just a fine. A capital Capital offense. offense. Remember remember our apes episode? Mm Mm-hmm. 
uh, when that zoo the, the made those yours. glasses, the, the glasses that had yeah. the eyes printed on them that mm-hmm. made it look like you weren't looking at something. Yes. You weren't looking at the gorilla because yeah. the gorilla would charge if yeah. you looked directly at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a perfect opportunity for those glasses. Oh, yeah, we would call them like uh, Caligulas, right? <laughs> Caligula viewers. Yeah. Uh, as well, what hair he lacked on his head, he more than made up for it on the rest of his body. So much so that it was illegal to mention a goat in his presence. Oh, wow. You what if you're a goat herder? Goats. Gotta rename the goats. Uh, yeah. You gotta, They're now bloobs. <laughs> yeah, the bleeblorps. Bleeblorps. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's, uh, I'm a bleeblorp herder. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I don't think Caligula stumbled across too many goat herders. Oh. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. They, were, they, were, they didn't run in the same circles. Caligula worked to accentuate his natural ugliness by practicing terrifying facial expressions in the mirror. <laughs> wow. And okay. he often played dress-up, yes. donning strange clothing, women's shoes, and lavish accessories we've, and wigs. This, this is, we've established. Yeah, yeah. Definitely history's evilest cosplayer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, uh, he seems to like the, you know, God, he, he's just a frustrated actor, isn't he? I mm. guess so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he he hung out with that actor, then he didn't like what he said, oh, you imagine, and then like commented he, on his melodious tones of his groans. When he was like six, he was probably just like, "Hey, mom, I totally want to go to theater school." Like, no, you're going to be emperor, whether you like it or not. You're going to wear this little emperor's costume. That's right. You're going to wear this little legionnaire's costume with your little boots. And when you're the emperor, you can do whatever you want. That's right. That's right. We'll call you little genocide. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Caligula inherited epilepsy. At times, because of sudden faintness, Caligula was hardly able to move his limbs or to stand up, to collect his thoughts or to hold up his head. Mm -hmm. He suffered severely from sleeplessness, never sleeping for more than three hours a night. And even for that length of time, he did not sleep quietly. He was terrified by strange manifestations. Right. So various types of seizures, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Night terrors and all the rest of that Mm -hmm. jazz. So maybe it was just like over the passage of time when you sleep that little and you have the like weight of the empire on your shoulders, it drives you a little bit batty maybe. And and also you get that uh, with epilepsy, right? It's like a a curse from the gods. So here you are thinking you're the number one hot shit on the planet. Emperor of the Roman Empire, and yeah. every once in a while your body goes blah. So you're just like mad and probably lashing out at everybody else because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did an epilepsy episode. Mm-hmm. We did. We did an epilepsy episode. Ah, yes. yeah. Caligula was first married prior to becoming emperor to mm-hmm. Junia Claudilla, but his wife and his first child both died in childbirth. Okay. Oh. In the first year of his reign, Caligula attended the wedding ceremony of Gaius Calpurnius Piso and Livia Oristilla, but the bride to be left with Caligula and married him instead. Oh, all right. Bold. Okay. Bold. Yeah. A whole lot of sex. So how does this play out? I don't know. Yeah. Now, this is the first year of his no, reign. No, you know what? You know what? It, uh, it's that little known uh, clause in the uh, Roman wedding ceremony. Uh, not, you know, anyone who has an objection, speak now or forever hold your peace. Anyone who would rather... Marry the bride. <laughs> speak speak now, now or forever would, hold your would, peace. Would any emperor like would to... Would any emperor like to step in and marry the bride instead? Yeah, they, he, he made them put that clause in. Speak now or hold your peace for as long as you like. You're the emperor, whatever. <laughs> Caligula issued a proclamation the next day that he had acquired a new wife in the tradition of Romulus and Augustus, who had both stolen wives from other men. Oh, mm-hmm. it's just tradition. It's oh, tradition. Okay. It's fine. It's tradition. Yeah, it's like uh, Romulus. Don't break with tradition. Yeah, that's right. Romulus and Augustus, two beloved precursors to himself. Damn conservatives. It's like, uh, you know, it, uh, he's like, I, I got to check. What's, uh, what's on my emperor checklist today? Mm, steal a wife. All right, okay. Who's getting married today? I got. I know who's getting married because I sign all the wedding uh, marriage <laughs> that's certificates. Right, that's right. right? So, you know, so I'm going to go down there and like check this one out. Ooh, hotsy-totsy. 
Yeah, bring me the wax drawings of each one yeah, of them right. so I can know which that's one to the go wax to. Tablet etches. On the following day, Caligula divorced with Orestilla. On However, the following day. The following day. <laughs> the he, day after he married her. Yes. Okay. How, well, I the, love paperwork. Well, no, the, <laughs> God. The, well he, he does sign all the certificates. So he well, he announced the next day, and then on the following day, he divorced her. So I guess that's two days later. Okay. okay. However, he also prohibited her from resuming her relationship with Paiso. Right. You're not going back to that son of a bitch. <laughs> Within two years, both Orestilla and Paisa would be banished for adultery. Well, of course. They're not allowed to marry anybody else. Uh, yes. Exactly. What are they going to do? Are they going to stop boning? Come on. Uh, so hold on a I would second. Be I would be fine with being banished this, from Crazy Town. This, this seems... Where I cannot look at someone's head or talk about goats. <laughs> this is, uh, Do you do those two things a lot? Yes. Do you really look down on people about... and talk about goats constantly? I, if I, I, I live on the second floor. This marriage seems capricious at best. Yeah. Capri? Just... He went to a wedding, saw the bride, went, hey, sorry, buddy. Uh, I want your bride. Do you think maybe he just walked up the aisle as they're standing up there and just pushed the one guy out of the way? Funk. You stay there. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I change, do. Change all those names. Yeah, that's right. I, I have the certificate here. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah. like, 50 centurions march in, chunk, 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 down the aisles, yeah. and they just... <laughs> and they stand there. He but, looks at the priest. You know what to do. So, he, they, they marry... Yeah. Then he obviously bangs her. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, bangs her pretty nonstop for day one. You know, uh, has somebody, he's probably, it was in the throes of passion that he was like, I have fallen in the footsteps of Romulus and Augustus. And somebody wrote it down and put it out as a proclamation. Right. And, uh, and then the next day he's just like kind of spent and was like, meh. No, I'm done with you. Yeah, refresh. He finally hit his refractory period. period. And he's just he's like, like oh, what am I good. doing? Yeah. yeah, but no, you can't go back with that guy because, I don't know, it'll be weird. I don't want you to compare my dick size with him. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right. I bet you it's all dick size. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. that's what little boot means. Oh, no. In 38 AD, Lolia Paulina was married to Publius Memmius Regulus when Caligula... Ooh, that guy didn't have any problems pooping, huh? <laughs> Regulus. Yeah. He, he kept it regulus. When Caligula ordered her to leave her husband upon overhearing a remark about the beauty of her grandmother. What? Which? What? Why? She was forced to divorce Regulus and marry Caligula, becoming oh. his third wife and Roman empress that same year. Okay. Uh, Caligula divorced her after six months of marriage. Oh, new record. Ostensibly because she was infertile, but he forbade her to sleep with or associate with any other man. Sure. Oh, we're not having babies, it must be your fault. Well, you know, I mean, you got to be honest, Tiberius did this to his mom, right? So, you know, maybe if that hadn't happened, he wouldn't have, like, caught into this idea of you can ban mm -hmm. all these women from ever having anything to do with another man as long as they don't live. Right. Right. He married his fourth wife in late 38, Melonia Caesonia. Melonia Caesonia. Oh, I like the rhyming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When she was already pregnant. The sensual and immoral Sisonia was an excellent match for him. Sisonia gave birth and immoral. Sisonia gave birth to a daughter, Julia Drusilla, whom Caligula remarked must be his own child because she matched him in temperament. A little brat. Uh, she was so. So wait a sec. So hold on. This is like mm. the ancient Mori Povich. Like nobody yeah. knows who's the baby baby's daddy, right? Right. Like, so they're judging it not based on DNA, but just on how much of an asshole they are. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's like uh, Caligula. You have your father's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the quote. She was so savage, even in childhood, that she used to attack with her nails the faces and eyes of the children who played with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chip off the old uh, block. That's got to be my daughter. Yeah. 
In addition, Caligula often had sexual relations with men like the middle-aged pantomime actor Mnester, mm-hmm. Valerius Catullus, and Marcus Omelius Lepidus, his brother-in-law. Okay. All right. So he uh, fucked everything, I guess. Mm. Do we know anything? Did he fuck his horse? Is that one of the rumors? or is that? I don't think that was... That was never a rumor that he had sex oh, okay. with his horse. That was well, Catherine then... the Great, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, yeah. he was that he loved his horse above that's all That's what made else, her great. And made it consul of Rome, which he never did. There were several failed conspiracies against Caligula in 40 AD when Caligula announced to the Senate that he planned to leave Rome permanently and move to Alexandria, mm-hmm. where he would be worshipped as a living god. Well, they did put him as a sun god on the coinage. Yeah. So I guess that's it. I want you to put me on the coinage as a god, and the ones who do, he's like, that's where I want to be. Yeah. Those yeah. are my peeps. Yeah, and well, and also he's pissed off everybody in Rome. So even yeah. though he knows he can do whatever he wants, he's probably like, maybe it's time to relocate and start over again, well, pissing people because off. Because I doubt anybody wants to get married in Rome around this time because he's like taking everybody's wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then refusing to let them have anything to do with each other again afterwards. Prospect of Rome losing its emperor and thus its political power was the final straw for many in the aristocratic class. Mm-hmm. Such a move would have left both the Senate and the Praetorian Guard powerless and without influence. Mm-hmm. Right, because there would be some new schmo in Egypt who is now like the top Yeah, dog, yeah, right? you can't move it from here. We all live here. Yeah. We like yeah, this yeah. power. Yeah. One member of the Praetorian Guard, Cassius Caeria, uh-huh. had a personal vendetta against Caligula. Well, it's mm, probably more than vendetta. one. I mean, yeah. this guy in particular, sure, but... Yeah. Uh-huh. He was angered at Caligula's regular mocking of his weak or high voice. Okay. And of his supposed or real effeminacy. All right, Okay. Feminacy. All right, so you got a Praetorian guard who's, uh, you know, got a, uh, a high squeaky voice. I can't help it if I got a high voice. Yeah, that's right. I but... was, I, my throat was damaged protecting you from an attack, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> the, the Caligula the jokester, because yeah. if, if, if we've learned anything over the course of this episode, is Caligula really thought he was funny. Maybe uh, he had like uh, somebody, uh, like a ball squeezer thing to make his high, to make the voice oh. of the guard high-pitched. Oh, like he would actually hire like a a, a little person to like squeeze, <laughs> squeeze his balls. His balls. Yeah. Anytime, anytime uh, Karia Kyrie, started a sentence, the little boy behind him would poke his finger up his ass. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, this time we're going to go out there. Ah, I'm going to kill some guys! <laughs> oh, God. Whenever Caligula had Kyria kiss his ring, Caligula will hold out his hand to kiss forming and moving it in an obscene fashion. All right, all right. So basically making his fingers into a dick. Yeah. Cassius was also made to use degrading watchwords at night, including Venus, slang for a male eunuch, and Priapus, erection. Mm. Caligula also openly mocked Kyria for not being firm with tax collection. Mm. All right, okay. Another of the conspirators was Cornelius Sabinus. Uh-huh. whose wife had been debauched and publicly humiliated by Caligula. All right, okay. Right. Debauched, so those are, debauched. Those are, uh, those are two decent reasons. It really seems like Kyria got, was the butt of a lot of Caligula's mm-hmm. like uh, dickishness here. Yeah. Well, I guess he thought that uh, that would be just fine, that nothing bad would come of it. How did that turn out? <laughs> On 22 January, AD 41... Cassius Kyria and several other guardsmen accosted Caligula as he addressed an acting troupe of young men during a series of games and dramatics held yeah. for the divine Augustus. Mm-hmm. He really, he just wanted to be an actor and yeah. was forced into being emperor. Yeah. And he like took it out on everybody. 
He had a frustrating acting career. If only they had commercials back then. All this might have been avoided. (laughs) Details recorded on the events vary somewhat from source to source, but they agree that Caria stabbed Caligula first, followed by a number of conspirators. Mm -hmm. He was stabbed 30 times. Mm -hmm. By the time Caligula's loyal Germanic guard responded, the emperor was already dead. The assassins then sought out and stabbed Caligula's wife, Caesonia, Mm-hmm. And killed their young daughter, Julie Drusilla, by smashing her head against a wall. Whoa! Oh, it's probably because that kid tried to claw their eyes out and bite them. Listen, if you stab your emperor and you stab the empress, why do you need to smash the child's head against a stone wall? Because to prevent bat manage. Yeah, bat, bat, bat mania. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying why do you kill? They're in a blood frenzy, oh, obviously. Okay. But why not just stab her? Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know, you didn't it need been, to smash their head against a wall. I don't know. It could have been she was running and somebody just kind of tripped her and that happened. <laughs> smash. Oops. Why is her head smashed against the wall? Uh, I meant to do that. Yeah, okay. All right. All I right. don't know. <laughs> Who knows? During this, like, these chaotic hectic. It's not like everybody's, okay, we're going to go and kill everybody. Now, how are we going to do this best? We want to make uh-huh. it nice. and No, it's just, rah! I just, I think that's particularly brutal. Smashing a child's head against a wall. The Senate attempted to use Caligula's death as an opportunity to restore the Republic. Mm-hmm. Kyria tried to persuade the military to support the Senate. The military, though, remained loyal to the idea of imperial monarchy, and the majority of the Praetorians proclaimed Caligula's uncle, Claudius, as emperor. Okay. All right. The grieving Roman people assembled and demanded that Caligula's murderers be brought to justice wow. for some reason. Right? I guess the Roman people didn't get, like, they didn't yeah. have their wives fucked and treated like shit. Yeah, they I, didn't, like, they got to have, like, plays and, and things paid gladi- for. Gladiatorial and things. They, they and... don't notice that the Senate's out of money. Yeah. 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 yeah they don't care about the 2.7 billion sesterces. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess, you know, uh, he was still relatively popular amongst the wider populace. It was just so basically, in Caligula's Roman Empire, it wasn't bad to be in the empire because he's building aqueducts and keeping the roads maintained mm-hmm. and building theaters and amphitheaters. And barges. So if you're just and, oh. and, and barges. <laughs> hey, but, somebody had to build that barge and hopefully yep. get paid so for if you're, it. If you're just a regular Joe, it's uh, probably not that bad. You just don't want to be within arm slash dick reach of him. Yeah, yeah. Are you well? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, unless that's your thing, like, potentially macro. Sure. Uh Shortly afterwards, Kyria was sentenced to death, one of the few assassins to be actually condemned. Kyria requested to be executed with his own murder weapon, and this boon was granted. Oh, stabbed by this. This is kind of like, oh, if I have sex with somebody who that person had sex with, it's like we had sex. Mm. So well, that's if your Eskimo I am, brother. That's your Eskimo brother. Yeah. So if Eskimo I, brother? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a thing from the show called The League, but it's yeah. totally oh, caught on. Okay. Uh, but if I have, so if I get stabbed by the same sword that stabbed the emperor, it's like I'm the emperor. I guess, or just poetic. Maybe he was a little poetic. All right, fine. If you're going to kill me, I want it to be the thing that ended that guy's life. Because mm-hmm. that's a good sword. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he just like had a thing about, like, maybe he was an early proponent of DNA. He was just like, maybe he will, uh, will like, my blood will touch his blood. I'll be, like, touched with greatness. I don't think he thought it was greatness, though. Yeah, why would you want to be stabbed with the sword that stabbed the that killed the? Uh... Uh, maybe, he could have just been like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah. Got any requests? Um, kill me with my own sword that killed Caligula. All right. Who knows? 
Caligula's body was taken to the Horti Lamiani, mm-hmm. the site of an imperial pleasure gardens on the Esquiline Hill. There he was quickly cremated and buried under a light covering of turf. Later, his sisters would return to recover their remains and bury them properly. Mm. Well, you know, I guess they were probably just like happy to be exiled instead of executed. You know? The end. That is the end of Caligula. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't kill a winner. I don't get what they do it for. It's all so terribly vague. I see the pictures from a thousand years of battle, and I think it's such a bore. I walk in New Orleans with a knife, like Mackie.
saying it now I'm saying it so Even if you never hear the song Somebody else would know There are modern sources that have like tried to ascribe medical reasons for some of Caligula's behavior, citing possibilities of like encephalitis, oh. epilepsy, meningitis. Question whether he was like actually insane or whether he was just like a twisted person. Right. Kind of. That's the hot debate. Right? Okay. Uh, insane or jerk? <laughs> insane or jerk? This is the game. What do you think? Is he was he insane or was he a jerk? Oh, well, he had the night terrors. Mm-hmm. He had the epilepsy. Yep. That doesn't make you an asshole, though. Right. Uh, no, it's a like, jerk. I go with jerk. You go with jerk. I say jerk. Uh, I say mad with power. Okay. All right. Yeah, but uh, lots of other people don't become mad with power, so there's mm. something about Did, him. Didn't, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, didn't have a proper uh, father figure, maybe? I don't know. Uh, he definitely did not have a proper father figure. Look, man, I can't even figure out how Donald Trump works, and that guy is alive, and I can see him right now. There's <laughs> no way that I'm going to figure out what was going on with Caligula. I, I don't know. Well, don't everyone know. seems to agree that he was kind of an okay guy right until he got his brain fever. Oh, the right, so the brain fever. And then he came out from the brain well, fever, and he was a bit of an asshole after that. But also, the, the emperor before said, oh, he's totally... Uh, he's a viper. He's a viper, and right? And a faithon. So I almost felt that maybe he was like pretending to be nice and stuff and then got sick and was like, oh, fuck this pretending to be nice stuff. So it could have been that. Right. He lulled. He was trying to lull the Roman people into a, a, um, yeah. a sense of complacency. And maybe during the brain fever, he was placed with the doppelganger. Ooh, very man in the iron mask situation. Mm. Mm, interesting. Could have been. Philo of Alexandria, Josephus, and Seneca all ascribe Caligula's madness as personality traits that grew through uh, experience and basically the mad with power philosophy. Suetonius laid the blame at the feet of the falling sickness, and it was that which eventually caused his madness. Um, Some modern historians have theorized that Caligula lived with a daily fear of seizures because of his epilepsy. Mm -hmm. Despite swimming being a part of standard imperial education, Caligula could not or would not swim. Right. When you have epilepsy, uh, that's probably dangerous. Are yeah. discouraged from swimming in open waters because unexpected fits can uh, be fatal. Yeah. Additionally, Caligula was reported of talking to the full moon, hmm. and uh, epilepsy was long associated with the moon in the ancient world. Good night, moon. Mm. Um, but whether or not this was a root cause of his, uh, you know, homicidal tendencies, uh, is still up for debate. One theory was that he actually suffered from hyperthyroidism. Okay. What does that do? Uh, it's a condition that occurs due to excessive production of thyroid hormone by the thyroid gland. Symptoms uh-huh. vary between people, but may include irritability, muscle weakness, sleeping problems, fast heartbeat, poor tolerance of heat, diarrhea, enlargement of the thyroid, and weight loss. Psychosis and paranoia can be common during a thyroid storm. Oh, my God, the thyroid storm. Uh, but it is rare with milder hyperthyroidism. In a hyperthyroid stare... The eyelids are retracted upward more than normal, and exophthalmos, a protrusion of the eyeball, can occur specifically 
In hyperthyroidism caused by Graves' disease, this forward protrusion of the eye is due to immune-mediated inflammation of the retroorbital eye socket fat. So we're saying that did Caligula have crazy eyes? He had crazy eyes. He had crazy eyes. Yeah, according yeah. to Pliny the Elder, uh, who described in uh, in great detail Caligula's irritability and his stare. Oh. Mm. So he had crazy eyes. Okay. So, Exothalmosis. Uh, so maybe he wasn't Thalmos. even crazy. He just had crazy eyes. And people were like, that, that guy be crazy. Look at those eyes. <laughs> okay. Pop culture. What movies are there about Caligula? Caligula. Well, I'll start with books. Oh. oh, okay. What books are there about Caligula? In 1941, Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote a book called I Am a Barbarian. Uh, of Tarzan fame. Edgar Rice Burroughs is of Tarzan fame, and but it's not about Conan the Barbarian or... Tarzan, it's a uh, it is actually written from the perspective of Britannicus, a fictional character created by Burroughs, okay. who was a slave of Caligula from early childhood until Caligula's death. And you read this book? I did not read this book. Joe read this book. Nope. But uh, it is basically I read like a a, a a synopsis. Okay. And it pretty much is just a recounting of Caligula's life from the perspective of a slave in his employ. Hmm. So. It has like all the stories that we spoke about. Okay, okay. A lot of them that is sort of like from the ancient sources, or whatever. So sounds like Edgar Rice Burroughs did his research. Mm. Mm-hmm. Unlike Tarzan, which is not a documentary at all. But John Carter of Mars, real. And that was Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yes. Oh, there mm. you go. I of believe course. so. As real as real can be. But that's not the movie I want to talk about. The only no. the only real Caligula movie to talk about is 1979's Caligula. 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 Uh, it's an Italian American erotic historical drama focusing Whoa. on the rise and fall of Caligula. It is the only feature film produced by men's magazine Penthouse. <laughs> 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 Producer Bob Guccione, the magazine's founder, <laughs> intended to produce an explicit pornographic film okay. with a feature film narrative sure. and high production value. <laughs> he intended to cast penthouse pets as extras mm, yes. and uh, and have unsimulated sex scenes yes. Real filmed, sex. filmed during post-production yeah, spliced sure. into Real the movie. Real sex, yeah. Oh, okay, I see, yeah. Here is the film's tagline, so the thing that was like on the posters around the world. I'm ready. What would you have done if you had been given absolute power of life and death over everybody else in the whole world? A whole lot of fucking, apparently. That is a terrible tagline. It's too <laughs> it's wordy. It's way too long. Too wordy. Yeah. You know, you'd think that the guy who owned Penthouse would know like to keep those letters short and succinct. You bring it right down to the, the core. What would you do with absolute power? Yeah. Caligula. Yeah, Semicolon. Exactly. Yeah. whole lot of fucking. whole lot of fucking. That's right. So uh, have you seen the movie Caligula? No. Uh, never? Not even in parts? No. I've seen really? parts. It, like when I, so 1979, we were, I was quite young, and it was the movie that everybody talked about wanting to hear. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's so gross, and there's sex in it and stuff like that. Uh, and I would I caught bits and pieces as a young person. Well, and, and also the in thing. the early 80s when I discovered porno magazines for the first time, there were always ads in the back to order your copy of Caligula. Oh, right? yeah. They were selling Caligula big time through porno mags. So mm-hmm. it's an erotic historical drama. Yeah. yeah. Is it basically porno? No, no, no. It's it's like it's. I mean, there are porno scenes in it. There's huge okay. orgy scenes. I'm yeah, pretty there's sure. A, there is an orgy scene, and then there's like uh, there's a fisting scene. Oh, there's a uh, there's just plain old sex with his sister. Lots mm-hmm. of sex with his sister. Okay, all that was like, but you can't see faces because they're not the faces of the actual actors. Right. Yes, there's right? a so, childbirth scene. Yeah, 
Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff going on in there that, uh, you know, are graphic, to say the least. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, they had enough money, and uh, the, the writer was Gore Vidal. Gore Vidal. Although, uh, once the film was completed, he demanded that his name be stricken off the movie. <laughs> right. And added to all the... Saw movies because his first name is Gore. Oh, oh, right, of course. Yeah, he he wants to produce. He wants to write every horror movie yes. ever made. Yeah, and this was uh, starring Malcolm McDowell, who was kind of oh. a, you know a bit of a star at the time. Mm-hmm. At least uh, people knew who he was, and mm-hmm. he had uh, John Gielgud and Peter he O'Toole. Played the, uh, he played Caligula, Malcolm McDowell. He didn't need. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Did he? Did they make him make sex faces at least so they could splice that in with the sex scenes? Well, nobody was told that the plan was to put oh, in these graphic sex scenes. <laughs> so they would shoot something on set right. and then they would like, you know, it would be, you know, there'd be curtains in the way and then all this sort of stuff. And they'd kind of allude to things happening off camera and all the rest of this stuff. And then... And then they, everyone went to the <clears> premiere <throat> and said, what the fuck, fuck. is going on? <laughs> exactly. And even worse, uh, Bob Guccione actually recut the entire film so that the narrative didn't even make any sense anymore. <laughs> Good. So the, the storyline was like all jumbled and all the rest of this stuff. So I have some trivia. Have okay, a, sure. I have quite a bit of trivia, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film opened at number one at the box office in both Italy and the U.S., nice. grossing $20 million in its first week. Until it was removed from theaters due to public petitions for, you know. Everybody wants to see this. Nobody should see this. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The childbirth scene where Sezonia gives birth was an actual childbirth filmed in three takes using three different pregnant women extras and later edited together. Oh, what's the direction? You're filming a birth scene. Yeah. All right, baby. Cry. (laughs) Come up faster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, (laughs) Okay, once more. But a little slower. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, take, put, put the baby put back, back in. in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Reset the baby. <laughs> back to Marks, everyone. Yeah. First so marks. if this was filmed in 78, those three kids are now 38 years old almost. Ooh, did, they get, did they get an IMDb credit? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Probably Did any of them go on to be actors? <laughs> My first... first role was being born in yeah. Caligula. That's right. One of the few movies legendary film critic Roger Ebert admitting to walk, admitted to walking out on. Oh, okay. Uh, he walked out during the brothel boat orgy sequence. Okay. Uh, his, his quote is, uh, this movie is sickening, utterly worthless, shameful trash. Uh, if it is not the worst film I have ever seen, that makes it all the more shameful. People with talent allowed themselves to participate in this travesty. Although they didn't know it was going to be a travesty at the time. Oh. Uh, right? It probably, even without the well, graphic yeah. porno. Like Malcolm McDowell, for example. You can't blame Malcolm McDowell if he didn't know. That they were going <laughs> to splice in the graphic porn? Yeah. But even if without the graphic porn, because it was like recut after the director gave mm-hmm, it up, right. that the narrative didn't make any sense. It probably still would have been horrible. Uh, after the film was released, Annika DiLorenzo, mm. a.k.a. Marjorie Lee Thorson, a 1975 Penthouse Pet of the Year, who played Messalina, she sued Bob Guccione, saying that his handling of the film, mainly the adding of the hardcore sex, had damaged her acting career by associating her right. with this porno. She won her case. Woohoo! But was awarded $4.06 in damages. Oh. That's yep. what the judge decided her career was worth. Right. <laughs> nice. $4.06. Uh, 
this movie was scheduled to be shown in two parts on Brazilian television in 1992. The first half was aired, but after protests, the courts banned the film, so the second half was never shown. Oh, you don't get to see what happens. You don't get to see how it ends. Uh, Malcolm McDowell later reminisced how his car was attacked by a mob of angry extras <laughs> and production assistants when he arrived on set because no money came in to pay their weekly salary. Oh, so Mal- Malcolm McDowell, he'll take care of it. Well, they, they just like, hey, if we beat up the lead actor, right. they'll pay us. Oh, I see. Uh, only after a strike that delayed production uh, was mounted did cast and crew finally get paid. Uh, in the scene in which Caligula rapes Proculus's wife, he was also meant to sodomize Proculus himself. Right. Malcolm McDowell refused to do it on set. Right. And director Tinto Brass instead suggested the off-screen fisting, which is now in the movie. Okay. So I'm not going to rape uh, somebody in the butt, but I will stick my with my penis. But I will stick my fist in their butt. Okay, off screen. Like I, screen. I, I don't know. Like, but it wasn't so his fist. Was it? Did you see a shadow of this, or you just saw his? I think his you just see Malcolm going McDowell. Back and forth. Yeah, doing oh, giving okay. it to him. Uh, after Maria Schneider walked off the production, Catherine Ross was briefly considered for the role of Drusilla, but Malcolm McDowell claims to have talked her out of taking it. Yeah, yeah don't don't do this. Don't, don't do this. Don't. I, I can't get out, but please don't. Yeah, don't I'm, ju- I'm don't too ju- far in. <laughs> it's too uh, late for me. Save yourself. Peter O'Toole's first words to John Gilgood on set were. Hello, Johnny. What's a Knight of the Realm doing in a porno movie? Uh, on his way to set, Malcolm McDowell encountered John Gilgood, who asked him if he'd seen the set. When McDowell replied that he was on his way there, Gilgood said, Oh, it's wonderful. I've never seen so much cock in my life. <laughs> Good. Helen Mirren, who also starred in the film, described the film as an irresistible mix of art and genitals. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sometimes genitals are art. I guess that's what attracted her to the project. One of the uh, many shows in which she shows her boobs. I approve. After seeing the film for the first time, Malcolm McDowell stated that he felt like a woman after she'd been raped. Ugh. I don't think he which knows. Is, which is that. insensitive, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know. But he did He did go on to appear in many chat shows in the UK warning people not to see the film. <laughs> which is what you expect to do in a press junket. Yeah. yeah they're like, they do probably not him, watch you this. You are contractually obligated to go on a press junket. And uh, he's like, I don't want to do it. I don't like this movie. And they're like, you are, you have to, or we'll sue you and take you for everything you're worth. And he goes, like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and we'll tell everybody not to watch this goddamn movie. Yep. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio has cited the film as a heavy influence on his approach to the lead in The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. Wolf of Wall Street is kind of a modern Caligula. Okay. I can see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can totally see that. Howen Mewen. Mm hmm. There are some factual errors contained in the film Caligula. What? Oh, uh-huh. Shocking. Uh, such as uh, the biggest one being that most of the penises seen in the movie are circumcised. However, right. circumcision was not practiced in Rome during this era. No. Oh, my God. They got Jewish extras. All, all, <laughs> no, all the Romans are played by Jews. Ah. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the cast credits say cast in order of appearance. But due to the heavy editing by the oh, producer right. after the director's cut, all the actors are listed in completely the wrong order. Right. <laughs> Is there any chance of a non-director's cut of this? Like, could could no, no, the you things want, that the were non-director's shot be cut, saved? The, no, the director's the non-director's cut is what has been shown. It's about is there a director's cut? Oh, he's not the director. No, That's right. he's, he's the, the producer. producer. So the producer cut it after. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can we get the director's cut instead of the producer's I don't cut? Know. Is there I don't any know. chance Google of that? That, that would be great. Is there a Caligula director's um, cut? Let's see. I, you know. It's, you would need to, see the problem is is that in order to release a director's cut you need the producer to do that because yeah. they're the ones who contain all the footage right so it would like you would have to give all the footage to the 
director in order to do a director's cut. So he uh, probably... Amazon.co.uk has a Caligula director's cut. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Maybe it exists. What do they say about it? Uh, it says it's a complete and uncensored version. Okay, well, that's not the same as the director's cut. So I don't cut. know if that's the same as the director's cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's director's probably, yeah. Yeah. Because there was a um, uh, there was a 156-minute release that was shown at the Cannes Film Festival, I think. And then there was like a U.S. release that was like 109 minutes. Actually, I have a webpage here that shows off wow 42 versions how many is this 42 versions of Caligula well including talking about what like all the various versions including rushes preliminary assembly secondary assembly things like that so this right. is a list of all of them there was also an imperial version there were some slight additions uh, I will put a link to this in the show notes alright good times so uh, you know I guess the question is is there anybody out there who liked Caligula not sure the answer is yes I remember seeing it for the first time uh, late at night when I was in my teens. And And you liked it. it You liked it. Well, uh, there was a lot of like waiting for, you know, just uh, to me, it was a lot of chaff around the wheat. And by wheat, I mean (laughs) sex and boobs. Yes. Yeah. Uh Right. There was a lot of like Malcolm McDowell ranting and raving and, uh, you know, Peter O'Toole mugging. That, you know, well, it was kind of getting in the way of my boners. Yep. Yeah. You want the Kevin cut. Yeah, they were just... <laughs> it was just boning. Well, there's no, know, There's no Malcolm there's McDowell the, or Peter There's the 15-year-old Kevin cut, yeah. and then there's the 35-year-old Kevin cut. <laughs> okay. Very different cuts. Fair. And by that, I mean circumcision. Doop. But now, how does Caligula's rank on the evilometer... Gaius Julius uh, Germanicus? Augustus? Hmm. Schmagustus? Uh, well, he's no Hitler. N- who's who's our top on the uh, evilometer? Stalin's so pretty up there. Stalin, maybe? Stalin uh, Hitler, uh, Bundy. Bundy. Oh, yeah. These are sort of our top dogs. He's no Hitler and he's no Bundy. He's do we know how many evil. do we know how many people he killed altogether? Uh like personally killed? Probably zero. Mm. Right, uh, maybe Had executed. Maybe just maybe he smothered his uncle in right. his sleep. Right, maybe so he's not a hands-on kind now, of evil. Oh well, he does like to. He's he has a he's a dick on kind of evil though. Mm-hmm. Yes, he likes many to, of the rapings, many of the rapings I, and stealing of wivings. Yes, um, and then forbidding of those ladies to have relations with anyone else after right. Right. they got raped by him. So he's for kind like of a, he's a dick first dick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He did have someone flogged, the, the game master right. with chains, until the, he didn't like the smell of the brain gangrene. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, that's true. That's evil. I, but I don't think, again, he's, it probably wasn't doing any of the actual flogging. Right. Yeah. Right? And unlike, like, Stalin is, like, responsible for killing millions of his own people while that's doing right. all these things, and Caligula was just like, ah, make everything good and build roads, yeah, whatever. And, and, and he then killed a couple senators. Personally was terrible. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Stalin was like, like... Yeah. Countrywide, terrible. yeah. The Stalin attempted some genocides. You know, Hitler attempted some genocides. He wasn't as hands-on as Bundy. You just like you really just didn't want to be in his like personal circle. And Caligula's was... going to lose at least one point for having that time when he is going to go and attack somebody else and take care of them and goes ah pick up shells instead. Yeah, and let's let's uh, let's fight the waves. 
It's how, slash of the waves. How evil is it to make it a capital punishment to look down on the top? Oh, of your on the head? on your on your bald spot. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cuckoo bird. <laughs> it's true. It's pretty evil. I don't think we're arguing he's good. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't. I think he belongs on evil dudes. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm thinking he's like a six and a half. I'm gonna put him up higher. I'm leaning closer to eight, but maybe seven, because like, because there's no excuse for the evil he does, right? right. Like he's not saying totally this is for better. It's just him being like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the evil that he performed on his uh, on his cousin Gamelis, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that was like, you know, that was a fight over ascension. You can almost kind of understand kind of, it in yeah. the era, right? You know, like uh, it's a real dick move to have your you know Praetorian guardsman that maybe smothered your uncle for you to bang his wife. Force him to commit suicide, mm-hmm. you know, out of shame. There so, weren't a lot of terribly gruesome. There were a few terribly gruesome deaths, yes, mm-hmm. but not on the scale that we've you seen. Know, with you other know, evil you know, you know why? You know where most of his evil resides? His penis. That's about half, yeah. and the other half <laughs> is in bad jokes. <laughs> that's why I'm so that's, offended. That's why you're Sky. on the evil oh, yeah. Kevin. Yes. Oh, I am. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, there you go. Terrible jokes. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, Kevin gets a seven as well. He's right up there with Caligula. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, it, having done several of these now, if we'd done him much earlier in the Evil Dude series, I mm-hmm. might have ranked him higher. Yeah, but uh, knowing how evil some people can get, uh, yeah, he's a he's a six and a half at best. I'm gonna say six point six. Oh, just to edge me out. Yep, I'm, I'm up very to seven. family. A very uh, Price is Right of you. I'm all the way. I'm rounding all the way up to seven. Yeah, good times. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside, and when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy today. It's such a bad feeling, an ominous feeling, a feeling you know that we'll be back. When the week is new And we'll have more gross facts for you And you'll have things you'll want to hear about We will too Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson while being thrown down the stairs forever. This episode's escape from the horror was The Killing Type by Amanda Palmer and the Grand Theft Orchestra. Visit them at amandapalmer.net. To comment on episodes and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. Support us at patreon.com slash causticsoda. Rate and review us on iTunes and soon on Google Play Music. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. I'm Joe Fulgham. Thanks for listening. All right. Okay, so I found it. Heliogabalus actually made his horse a console. Oh, there you go.